0: Welcome aboard another episode of uh, The Social Experience. Uh, tonight I'm joined by the Hemlocks. You guys are a self-described queer punk band. I just want to make sure I get the... Yeah,
1: that's all right. Because everybody, you know,
0: when it comes to punk rock, everybody likes the label, so... Sure, yeah. We, play, so, we just play rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> rock and roll musicians. Yeah, right, and then just so everybody listening knows the voices, we got Jackie joining us. Hello. Hello. we got Matt. That's right. Matt. And Chris. Hey. Perfect. So, what's a punk band from, you know, Chip sound like? Do you guys have, like, a, a more country influence? Like, because you no. guys are out there. In the- <laughs> no, not so, much, not so much in this band, no. no. no.
2: How, would, uh, how would you describe it? I think it's more just, like, we are all from Gloucester, and we just we play punk music. Yeah.
3: I think that's more it, <laughs> which it's, I've just heard like this specifically our music. I've just, I've described it as just plain punk rock or like anywhere to like some of the songs are like math punk where it's nice. like playing a lot with time signatures and going crazy with that kind of thing, which is fun. Nice. So you're adding a different element to it. You know, it's getting a little crazy. That's, Trying a, to. that's the
0: part of the punk rock I've always liked is just, you never know what people are doing, mm. so he, like there's always something beautiful to be found Is that like <laughs> Hopefully that's just the TV <laughs> 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 what's he doing <laughs> So when you're out there, do you have like did you grow up on more like small shows? like how did you guys get into punk? Uh,
2: I don't think I think we just listen to the music mainly and then. There's no like show spaces in Gloucester. You have to make your own. You go to
3: Smithfield, I think is where you start. And, yeah. Uh, yep. Base house. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of like uh, we grew like Matt and I grew up listening to like metal music from our mother nice. and uh, <laughs> yeah. that so kinda, like the old
0: metal like Metallica, yeah, like exactly, Priest, guy. exactly.
3: Nice. Uh, yeah, our mom was a huge metalhead, so that's kind of what we grew up on. Oh yeah, we were we saw Alice Cooper when we were like. I don't know, 10, 12 years old, that kind of thing. Oh, that's I mean, awesome. It was pretty yeah. awesome, right? it was, <laughs> So, was, so cool. was that like the first concert? That was
0: my first concert, yeah. I mean, what a way to get introduced to music. Like that's yeah. that's crazy.
3: It yeah. was awesome. A,
0: good, a dude who doesn't just like understand, you know, rock music. He also understands like the theater side of it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, super super theatrical. Awesome. Yeah. But awesome.
1: We went to, when we were real like young, 15, 16, we went to the living room a lot. I mean, my yes. mom would just bring us there. <laughs> sometimes she'd stay, sometimes she wouldn't. I mean, but yeah. So, a lot of cool punk rock bands there.
0: Nice. So, mm-hmm. it's like you had the, the parental influence on you. You didn't have to kind of
1: find <laughs> it on your own. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah,
0: nice yeah. to have that, that guiding hand.
1: All
0: right. mm-hmm. How about you? Same
2: same kind of story? Uh, no. I did not have as cool parents as Lady. But, uh, I eventually just kind of found it, like in high school and stuff. Just on, I mean, through their younger brother and them, but I came, I came late to the punk game. I think, yeah, like eighth grade, ninth grade is when I started listening to Nirvana nice. and like The Clash and stuff like that. And because before it was like Bob Dylan and The Beatles and. So more like a traditional rock and roll upbringing. Yeah. But. My, like my dad was always listening to the Rolling Stones and nice. like Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that. But I never... I mean, de- for a while, I thought Queen, the Rolling Stones, and the Beatles were the only bands that existed. <laughs> 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 I I was probably, like, seven years old. Yeah. Well, we
0: all had that phase, you know? Yeah. Like, you only have what you're... You, you know, you're presented at that age. You haven't, you haven't quite stepped out to figure it out on your own. For sure. Like, uh, one of the f- very first tapes I ever had was uh C-Low's I Wish. Because my mom liked that song, so she's like, "Yeah, you can have this." Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. For us, it was like those little tiny play school, like v- uh, not VHS uh, cassette players, yep. with like a Metallica tape in it, like in, <laughs> my, awesome. in our bedroom, just kind of lying down on the floor.
2: I, know, I think News of the World was the first thing I really remember having, and <laughs> just listening to News of the World for like a year on the TV. <laughs> I mean, Freddie Mercury. There's no better way to go. It really, no, isn't. It really isn't. I mean, <laughs> the
0: guy was amazing. Again, master of their craft. Understood, like both the music side and the theater side. Yeah. There's so many good bands out there that just get one or just the other, and so to get that perfect mix has got to be tough. So I know you guys. I only hesitate to say because I'm just I don't personally know a lot. Um, what is the queer side of it about?
2: Jackie uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I don't mean to put too fine a point on it you know no, it's yeah. just... I mean I think the queer part is that like if we didn't like but, being a trans like woman also lesbian like that's pretty much the overarching queer side and I just tend to write I mean I, I write about lyrically uh, like self Experiences And like Reflecting on Like past History of whatever Is happening in my life (laughs) And it Just that was at a time The band kind of started When I was started Like transitioning And like on getting on hormones And stuff like that
0: Okay And
2: then Expanding on that
0: So I mean Well it seems like um, You guys Only have the Three songs so far On the band camp And I know Like more music is coming Mm-hmm. but it seems like that music is, like, very specific. Like, it's a cool, like, like, you can very much tell what you're going through. And there's not, like, a whole lot of, like, there's, you know, old trees in the woods, and, you know, it, it's less poetry, but still poetic, if that makes sense. You know, you don't need yeah. to have, like, an English major to kind of understand where you're coming from.
2: Yeah, I think the... there's three songs? I Want a Vagina... Mind Reader and Oh Lord? Yeah. Yep. Mind Mind Reader, the lyrics to that, I wrote when I was, like, 13. And it was just, like... Oh, see, I love that song. Childhood. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, like, I mean, like, being 13 and not really recognizing what, like, abuse was. And then going through... And finding it years later and just recognizing, like, oh, shit. That's, that's what I was going through. I thought, at the time, I was just being, like, an angsty teenager. But, like... But actual? there's some, like, real substance behind it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that that song's kind of changed meaning over time since i realized what's going on. Uh, and then, like... I don't know, because, I mean, when I was growing up, I felt like I never could really... From, like, you know, these piece stuff, just never really feeling like I could express what I was feeling or, like, you know, I was scared to or whatever was happening. And then writing lyrics... I was trying, trying to hide it, which I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> it is pretty clear. It's pretty
3: obvious. Yeah. So.
2: So
0: other than that, what other kind of um, issues and, like, feelings do you try to bring up in the songs?
2: Uh, I mean, I, sh- I try to bring mental health stuff. Uh, you know, my experiences with discrimination as a trans woman and, then like, empowerment through the hardship I guess yeah. is pretty much well I feel like
0: um if anybody out there was going through a similar similar you know storyline they would it would be nice to have some, a voice like that out there
2: yeah that's def- I mean that's the whole that's what I hope to do because yeah. I mean I didn't have that until I mean until uh Lord Jane Grace came out and uh Transgender Dysphoria Blues, mm-hmm. yeah. where it was, like, immediately... I mean, there were there were a few songs, like, "What Searching for a Form of Clarity uh, was the first song where I was, like, didn't quite know, like, being trans was pop. Like, that wasn't a thing when I heard that song, but it was definitely a song that later I was like, yep, definitely identified with that song, right. but couldn't, couldn't really tell why.
0: So has it helped you having somebody out there, like, that... Not only can you look at it like a role model, but almost like a peer, because you're both in punk rock, which, like, further, like, kind of alienates you a little bit? Because, uh, like, you can say, yeah, well, like, yeah, you know, I mean, there's not a whole lot of punk rockers out there. Like, we kind of, there's kind of like a little sub, subset.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, her specifically, like, I mean, has a special place in my heart. Because it just when she came out, and then it was, like, rather around the time I was in college, and, like, able to freely express that kind of stuff um but i mean i feel like punk's just for me at least has always just been a place where i could feel like i was included nice so not mutually mutually exclusive but just happened to combine for me for my experiences at least nice how about you guys what
0: what brought you to punk Considering you had the strong metal background. <laughs> <laughs> so that was... How come you're not in a metal band?
3: <laughs> so I started playing music when I was like seven. And... um, And just for the record, you were the... Drummer. Drummer. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so yeah, I started when I was like seven, and it was like, I don't know how old I was. How old are you when you are in eighth grade? Like... 10, 12? Yeah. 12, yeah. I, um, me and three of my buddies started a band, and we didn't know what kind of music to play, and one of them loved Green Day, like, a lot. Yes. And so we started covering Green Day songs because he already knew them on guitar, and that just kind of opened the floodgates for the Ramones and the Clash and then Rancid, and then you push further and further and further, and you get to more unknown things like leftover crack and choking victim and yep. the distillers and that kind of stuff <clears throat> and that's kind of where it started that's how i ended up in it just because i really wanted to play music with my best friends and fell in love with the genre afterwards that's awesome yeah it's funny there's always one like gatekeeper yeah <laughs> Yep. <laughs>
0: it's <Definitely. laughs> the same you know like my Brief story was, uh, I heard uh, Time Bomb by Rancid on the radio. Yeah, that's Uh, awesome. And then I found out the Boston's were playing Mm -hmm. and went to see them thinking that they sang Time Bomb. (laughs) (laughs) So we get, we at the show, it was amazing, we leave the show and I'm like, man, I'm really disappointed they didn't play that song. (laughs) Like, it's on the radio, you figure it'd be like popular enough for them to play. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And That's then true. from there, it was just like, oh, Rancid's a band? Oh, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You only need one. What's up with you? I just follow him. He's my, <laughs> he, he's my <laughs> only brother. <laughs> so, yeah. so, no, no.
0: Come Stop. on, kid. We're playing.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. God. He start, his band started playing like in our basement and having like other kids over. <laughs> and like it kind of grew in popularity where... You just come to the basement and hear punk rock music. Some yeah, and and of those
3: shows were dangerous. <laughs> <Garages>. We'd fit <laughs> like we'd fit like eighty people in like a ten by twenty room. Oh, that's awesome. And like people came <laughs> out of that like bruised. It stopped when like, I swallowed a guitar pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a, that's a story. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, then then we went to the garage after that. No more basement shows. No. Yeah. What was uh What was the name of that band? Uh, that was the Flukes. The Flukes. Nice, yeah. solid. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, that was my very first punk band. Any um, leftover recordings or anything? Oh yeah, we put yeah. out like four albums. <laughs> like, <laughs> most of them like recorded with like regular vocal mics, like hanging from a ceiling or like in a garage. They're bad recordings, except for our. We did have a one studio album that was fun to listen to. Uh, what was that called? Back where I started. Yeah, nice. That was like 10, 12 years ago, maybe more. Yeah, more oh, yeah, it was way more. It was a long I, time ago. The, I
0: love the stories of like how people just rigged up a mic to record.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we put out like three albums that were recorded like that, and then we actually ponied up some cash to <laughs> have a real recording for our final album. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely not a big money genre. No, no, <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. Especially not in like a smaller, like. Ta- smaller town that you guys
3: are from in a smaller state yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah it's pretty much no venues
3: yeah back then at least there were some there were there were a few like DIY venues in uh, Smithfield like the barn and a couple other places and then the um, blue building the blue building was still open <laughs> <then>. awesome um, <laughs> that was pretty sweet there was uh, and then and the living room was still around so we played there a lot like um, but now there's nothing. was yeah. <laughs> like yeah. coming out there anymore. We like had to rent halls and stuff sometimes, and then mm-hmm. charge
1: like money at the door just to pay for the renting of the hall. Like some small,
0: like the Townsman Club in Barville. Mm-hmm. So like, did you yeah. have trouble getting other punk bands? Was it like these
3: crazy mix shows? It was just mix shows. Yeah, you know, it was on. all crazy mix <laughs> shows. It was whoever, whatever band your friend was in. That, they're the one who opened for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: So how did you guys end up coming together? Well, we've known Jackie since she was, like... Very uh, small. Very small. <laughs> oh, well, we that's, were very small. Too. So we yeah, were, <laughs> that's true. So, were you in these basement shows? No,
2: I was... I was, I was like, around for, for, like... I don't know, I probably met you when I was five in the kindergarten. Yeah. Because their younger brother is one of my best friends. Nice. So I was over there a lot. And then middle school happened. And I kind of disappeared. And... I think that's when all that stuff was happening.
3: Yeah, cuz we're a
2: decent amount older than you. <laughs> yeah. So that that was all happening in the middle yeah. in when I was in middle school. Mm. And then I came back around like summer going into ninth grade and I went to the last uh the last garage show which was the their band the abominables. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. oh wow, yeah. And uh yeah. And, and then it ended, and I was
1: really sad about it, <laughs> actually. I was so bummed.
2: <laughs>
0: wow, you guys are really good. When's the next show? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> no, we were still playing. We just,
1: we just refused to play in our garage yeah. anymore. Yeah, we're like, we're done. We've done this for long enough. No more. Yeah. Sorry, Mom and Dad. I'm sure you're real sad we're not playing in the garage anymore.
3: Until way late at night with cops showing up all the time.
1: Nah, we were pretty good about sound ordinance. We knew it. Yeah. They knew us,
3: anyway. So it was the next step from there.
1: Well, lying so. that, uh, to venues saying that we're 21. And <laughs> <laughs> like, we played like a Buster a bunch of times because yep. no one knew us there, and I had a beard. so we <laughs> were, like, uh, were all 21. they'd never card the band ever, so cool.
0: uh, Do you guys get to open any, for any of like bigger shows? Nope.)
3: Um. <laughs> I don't think so No one like really big, like local. Local, bigger local maybe, but no one, no one from far or wide. No, I think our, our,
1: our like biggest thing that we did was we played for what was that? The brand X or something? Oh God, yeah. There was like it were know, a local
3: access cable channel, and a video awesome. on there. Yeah, and there was they used our music to back like a bunch of. Uh, Extreme mountain bikers. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And like every now and again it would cut to us playing music. <laughs> it
1: was really just like kids doing wheelies. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we had fun and we loved doing it, so. Nice.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys don't mind me asking, how old are you guys? Uh, I'm 30. Okay. So you guys are a little bit younger than me because uh, when I was in high school we chased around my buddy's band called Wedgie. 19. They were from Coventry, and they played a lot of these similar kind of like just wherever you, you could find a space shows. Yeah, yeah, so it would probably be a little bit before your time because I'm trying to remember when they broke up. It's just like my freshman sophomore year in college.
3: A long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. The, and now that I'm really thinking about, it, I think the. Biggest band we opened for was my band, The Flukes. We opened for Neutral Nation, And oh, nice who are again like big in Rhode Island, but not yeah. really. Yeah, further out, but and then I started working at Trinity Rep Theater like a couple like, a year ago, a year and a half ago. I don't work there anymore, but I did and ran into the bassist because he worked there too. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I opened for you. He's like, I bet you did. It's nice to meet
0: you. <laughs> Yeah, they. Uh, I think they just recently played a show in East Greenwich at the yep. Odeum. Mm-hmm. Oh I missed that one. I would have loved to see them play there. So speaking of college, um, did you guys go? Mm-hmm. Nice. What would you study?
3: Uh, English Lit. English, English Lit. Writing. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So are you an English teacher on the side? No. I taught for like six years. Uh, right now I'm in web development. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a hot commodity right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, it's hard to get a job right this second, but freelance is fun. Yeah, I- I'm liking it. Nice. How about you? Yeah, uh, I went for I went to URI for
1: philosophy and anthropology. I've got a nice arts and science yep, that's degree a, and a lot of heavy words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. i just had a concentration in like archaeology so my mom says i like to dig holes and think about them <laughs> awesome. so. i never i didn't really do that for money <laughs> it's a <laughs> voluntary work and now i'm a land surveyor currently
0: oh that's awesome yeah my buddy does um similar stuff for uh the dot in
1: connecticut oh nice yeah State job. Yeah, mm. he's got it made. <laughs> yeah, it must be nice, health healthcare. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Big shot. <laughs> and
2: Jackie, how about you? Uh, I went to school for music at URI. Nice. Uh, yeah. What, good, uh, I liked
0: it. What made you decide to do uh, Like, you liked it enough to study it. I went for vocal performance. Oh, even better. Yeah, so... So it, you're kind of not... Just a punk rock singer, then? No. <laughs> Classical
2: music. Like, imagine? Imagine? <laughs> you you to, and I Go to college for punk rock. <laughs> rock singing? Take <laughs> a course in punk rock singing? That'd <laughs> yeah, be awesome. Yes. Oh. We, we tried to get the our... I had a teacher that was teaching... It was like Music History 3, which is the last one. So it's just from like the 1900s on. And at the end, we started getting into like... Punk rock, and I was like, "Yes, (laughs) yes, the Ramones, the Clash, and all all these bands." And it was super awesome. (laughs) All of a sudden, you're raising your hand. (laughs) I know. Like in the back of
0: the class, don't pick me, don't pick
1: me, don't pick me.
3: It's it's so
2: funny because like going going to school, there's all these classical musicians, and then like there's this like, like elitism, unfortunately, in like classical and jazz music. And it's not everyone, but it's a lot of people, and they, uh, it's like, if you don't do jazz, you're not doing it right, and if you don't do classical, you're not doing it right. And it's like, the classical respects the jazz world, and the jazz world respects the classical world. There's not much overlap, and then every once in a while, you like, there's a few people that, like, will actually appreciate Vo- like, at least vocalize outwardly that they listen to other music other than jazz and classical. Um, and I mean, I did that. I dressed, like, in all black every day. Like, I looked like I belonged in high school still. Uh, like, dyed my hair blue at one point. Like, like at the end. Like of it the- is now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at one point in my life. Uh, and then, uh, so yeah, I mean, like, I invited people to shows and some of them showed up Which was really nice, but I, like, really did and do love, like, the classical, like, overarching classical world. Nice. It's, I listen to it still, like, all the time. (laughs) Nobody else, like, like, it's annoying, actually, to (laughs) other people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if my
0: wife can hear that. (laughs) Because I I go through waves with it, so there was, like, a... Like just after high school, I listened to a bunch of classical music, and like a little while later in college, I was doing it. And I've been on a kick probably, oh, like the last six to nine months or so, where I've started listening to it again, and it drives my wife nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so good, yeah, man, I love it. Always put me to sleep. I, I, I took like a minor in vocal performance at URI too, and oh, nice. you have to do like convocation where you like sit and listen to other students do like their performances, and I fell
3: asleep. <laughs> pretty much every (laughs) time I was in that class. Yeah, I taught preschool for six years, and at preschool level, kids still take naps, and so you turn on classical music to put them to sleep, which also put me to sleep. (laughs) And you're not supposed to take naps when the kids are taking naps. It's kind of against the rules. (laughs) Is that frowned
1: upon? (laughs) Yeah, a little
2: bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone... Because there's, like, Mozart and Beethoven and Bach and all that, and they're all great. But, I mean, I started... Focusing more on, like, I mean, the sexism within the classical musical world as well, like, not recognizing these female composers, which is what I did in my recitals based around. It's just like, hey, wait, there's these female composers that are just as good. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of what I go towards, which I think is way more interesting to me, at least. Yeah. Like, the music So if you could list, like, a couple of them, like... Uh, I mean, Clara Schumann, Fanny Mendelssohn, uh, Jermaine
0: I'm going to need you to uh, w- probably write those down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, I'll check them out. And then I'm like, uh, if I'm listening back to this, I'm not going to know how to spell that it, Yeah, <laughs> uh, Libby Larson is an
2: American composer that's alive still. She okay. She does some cool stuff. Yeah, um, I'll have to check it out. There's a bunch. You just, you gotta search for it. I tend to fall into the trap
0: of, uh... I listen to the same ones that I'm familiar with, like yeah. I go Mozart, and um, I loved uh, Wagner, just because yeah. it was it was heavy and dark. And it, <laughs> it sure is. So I, it all countered it countered nice to like uh, all the metal I listened to in college. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys like try and pull any of that influence into the songs? Or? Uh, kind of. It's, uh, it's
3: it's it's. Especially some of like the newer stuff is very. I mean, if you're really listening to it, it sound it's very composed. As much as it is still like hard, heavy, fast punk rock, okay. um, it doesn't mean there can't be a, a sense of pacing. To yeah, it. It, it's very composed. It's very put together. Uh, specifically, you know, I'm not sure if I'm getting it across correctly, <laughs> but. but-
0: Like, in general terms, like, if you looked at, like, the Sex Pistols and a lot of bands that fall behind them, they kind of take their music and just go anarchy with it. Yeah. And I'm not, like, I don't study music that well, so I just go by what I enjoy and what I don't, you know? Um, But some of that stuff was just hard to listen to because it just, it felt disjointed.
3: Yeah. And
0: then you got bands like The Clash, and, you know, they can come together and you know, organize things a little bit better. Yeah. So I think just from an outsider's view, I would say the Clash have a like probably more musical skill, but the Sex Pistols just threw that all out the window and broke the rules.
3: Yeah. So it sounds like, like, yeah, I I
0: appreciate that. Yeah. I'm a
2: really big fan of that kind of stuff. Um, I I personally don't like the elite aspect that like you shouldn't have to be good at an instrument. To make music like that's. Oh, so that, I have a that, chance that, Well, it's bullshit to me. You should start like playing the bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. When I start, I'm a banjo player
1: usually, but um, when I started playing bass for this band, I started playing bass. <laughs> yeah. well, like the, I mean, I use this,
2: and we both, I think all three, of love the Germs. Yeah. Nice. But m- musically, they're, they're terrible. terrible. Yeah. They're so yeah. bad. Yeah. But
3: I love them just for what they did and what they stood for at the time and w- what they were trying to do. Um, we all suck at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of still suck at
2: the, a lot of time. I cannot solo for life. I it's This last show, there was one solo that I just, like, like, palmed the neck of my guitar and just, like, was like, sure, I guess we'll play... Everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but coming from like my perspective, like I wouldn't even know that you're doing that and then just that distorted guitar sound would be awesome. Yeah,
2: well that's
0: uh, that's the yeah. nice thing
2: about
0: pedals. <laughs>
3: <laughs> make everything sound better, just slam on the pedals, it's good. <laughs> that's what I do as a drummer, just slam the pedals. <laughs> you're yeah. good. I purposely make it sound gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so one of my favorite things I love to ask people is um, like if you could have like a dream lineup where your band's opening up for anybody you want where are you going like a three band lineup
2: or like a like a, yeah,
0: opening, say, a say, dream lineup say, say 8,000 <laughs> every <laughs> single band I've <laughs> right now all playing I'd in say, one I'd uh, say for the purpose of conversation three or four not a festival Three or four, yeah. Like a uh, like a show of Lupo's on a Friday night, except like Lupo's is, is big enough to hold like Rolling the Rolling Stones
2: in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, for, I would love to open for John Chat. That'd be badass.
3: I mean, that's a pretty good pick right there. <laughs> that's a pretty good. Pick. Like
2: like us opening the Distillers and then John Chet would be such a good show. That's awesome. Do you hear the Distillers it, are teasing a comeback this year?
3: Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yes. oh my God, I'm so freaking yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> because, no offense, I don't like a lot of her solo stuff. It's not bad musically, it's just not my thing. I like the Distillers. Yeah. yeah that yeah, I can so understand. Yeah. Very good. Um, I think it would have to be, of course, us, because... Why not? Yeah. Um, and I think it <laughs> well, would be Well, that's part of the, part of in the role in play, yeah. you know? <laughs> I think it would be us, Bomb the Music Industry, who aren't Ooh. together anymore. That's an interesting choice. They are my number one favorite band. That's um, awesome. And then Rancid. Yeah. I think. And That'd maybe, really maybe if I wanted to cap it off even bigger, go Alice Cooper on top of that. <laughs> 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 hey, you bring it full circle. Hey, it's my fantasy. I can do what I want. <laughs> Have you, are you sliding
0: them the same, or are you going um, to stretch out a little bit?
1: I really like the Hikes. Or is it just Hikes, not the Hikes? I don't know uh, that band. No? Yeah. no? No. I was just going to say, I don't know what you're talking they're about. They're really good. <clears throat> they definitely do way more with changing of time signatures. and um, I don't even know where they're from. My my brother Dave, who used to be the bass player of this band, stumbled in. to They play, they were playing a house show down near URI. Um I don't. I don't. I don't want to ignorantly guess where they're from, but <laughs> they're very good. They're very good. They've got like a song called "Spring Forward" that is probably one of their bigger ones. But you can find them. They're very is good. H i k e s. Yes. Yeah. I think they're fantastic. Pup so, would uh, be also. Awesome oh yeah, pop and Yeah, pop would be great. Pop would be I mean, great. I love
2: screaming females. Hmm. So I. Mean, a solid choice.
1: Bikini Kill. Oh that'd be awesome! <laughs> I'm totally great. open for bikini kill. I like Charlie Bliss a lot. Uh, yeah, you I, just I,
2: got I, me on like, like, the yeah, you know The know second, that. I guess, like they're really good. Uh, more realistically, uh, probably still unrealistic would be the hemlocks, Charlie Bliss, and screaming females. I'd like hmm. to take her voice and just like. Just cuddle with it. Just <laughs> the voice. It's it's so good. It's just the voice. Just the voice. Awesome. They're they're super sweet. I went uh, drove to New Hampshire to go see them, and uh, my friend had a uh, piano recital beforehand, so I was like cutting it on time. And I went to go see them, but I made it there, and I like was at the door, and they they were playing, and I knew they were gonna be playing. And I, like, gave them my ticket and, like, walked in. And I was like, all right, I didn't miss much of the show. And I... It was like, they finished their that, that song, and I was like, awesome, great. And then they played their next song, and I was like, this is so good. This is kick-ass. And then they were like... We're Charlie Bliss, thanks for coming out And played their last song And I was like, I just drove three hours To see three songs Uh, Oh, I I was so upset It's
1: about the journey, you know (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I have that story, I
2: guess But, like, I was I wasn't even, I wasn't mad I was just, like, devastated
3: It was so sad I did the same thing, like, my second year of college I was going up to Lowell, Mass To UMass Lowell uh, to see uh, Bomb the Music Industry and Mustard Plug. Oh, I love Mustard Plug. And my cousin was coming with me, and he was the one, this was before any of us had smartphones and all that, this was like 2007, and so he's got like his map printed out from MapQuest, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he's sitting in the passenger seat like directing us where to go where, uh, and how to get there, and we ended up an hour late and missed all of Bomb the Music Industry's set and barely got in to see half a mustard plug set. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Luckily, it only cost us, because it was like a, it was a charity show, so it was a food drive thing, so we just brought a bunch of cans and then let you in. Yep. <clears throat> Granted, it probably cost us way more in gas, but... <laughs> That's cool, though. That's a cool thing for a show to be. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> we went to see um, Streetlight Manifesto play in New Haven.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Was it New Haven? No, sorry, Hartford. So, we anticipated it being, like, Providence, where, mm-hmm. like, the main show will go on, you know, 10 or 11 or after, you know? So we went out. We went about halfway out. We stopped. We had dinner. Had a couple of drinks. We got out to the show. And, like, we're walking in. We're like, man, they're, they're, like, the music's... Like, Streetlight's on stage right now. <laughs> and we get up to the door, and we're like, yeah, we need three tickets. And she's, like, just giving us, like, a dirty look. Oh, just, God. What the fuck are you guys talking about? And we're like, no, yeah, three tickets. And she's like, like... They've been on stage for like an hour. <laughs> oh, like what? Painful. She's like, I'm not going to sell you a ticket now. Like they're yeah. going like the show's over in a, like ten minutes. Oof. She let you that was them. nice of her, though. Yeah, she yeah. Got to it. <laughs> yeah, But we only caught like one show of their one yeah. song of their encore yeah. because in Hartford their noise ordinance, like you guys were talking about yeah. earlier, forces them to close at like ten o'clock. That's so. So we roll in at like nine fifty. Like yeah, we're here for the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Oof, I think we saw a Streetlight. I think I saw them at the House of Blues up in Boston. Nice. That's actually a decent venue. I yeah, sure. I enjoy it. Um, I've, never I've never had problems with it. I've had friends who had problems there, but... <laughs> House of Rules? <laughs> yeah, the House of Rules. I saw Ranted there twice, I think. That's a place. I, I like the space. I really like the space. But the reputation is not great. Yes. Uh, I, I concede that,
2: definitely. <laughs> yeah. I was Only there once. I saw the Avett Brothers.
0: Oh
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw like that. I was...
3: they
2: really, or right before they released "Die and Loving You."
3: Yeah, I think just we were. At I, the think we went, yeah, I think we went. Yeah, I think I brought you. I didn't yeah. drive yet. Yeah. yeah,
2: I've heard they're insane live.
0: Uh, oh, they're so. They're great. so
3: good. Yeah, I, I like listened to stuff. I uh, I haven't <laughs> touched their new stuff. All mm.
1: their stuff is cool. I saw this this like tiny music festival up in upstate New York called the Great Blue Heron, and that was just like an all out shit show. But they played really well. <laughs> that <laughs> whole festival that was all, like 2000. I I think that was like 2008, 2008 or something. 2008.
3: Yeah. 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 They. I haven't listened to anything by them since I'm Loving You. I haven't really liked anything after that. Because after after that they released I mean, I that. I like the stuff before it. Yeah, I do like "I Am Loving You," but I like "Kick Drum harp. Heart harp, harp." Um it's good. But yeah, after that, didn't they release that album that was just them and their dad singing gospel songs? Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I think that was right I after, after "I Am Loving You." I, don't remember. I think Not so. that there's anything wrong with gospel. No, no, it's just it was very <laughs> off the beaten path for what they were doing at the time.
1: They're definitely religious, though. So. oh yeah, you can
3: tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that in the music, you know? No. Sing your soul, man. Exactly. That's Whatever right. that might be. <laughs> so do you guys uh, have any plans on touring? Or are you guys going to just keep it local for a while? Like, uh, uh, Are you going to drive three hours to play three songs?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done it before. <laughs> I'll do it again. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down. I'd, the, the goal is to tour eventually and... I mean, we had to talk about it, but and the, I'm ready. This. The, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh no, let's talk about it now. Let's we'll plan this out. Two out. We got out the time. <laughs> in like June. Is yeah, why not? Um, yeah, some sometime in their summer. Do but sometime during the summer. Do like a week tour, uh, just you know, to Virginia, maybe a little farther in back. Nice. Just yeah. kind of like do a loop. Um, we got like a three day weekend. Well, we're trying to put together a three day weekend. Called we North. Yeah, uh, to somewhere southern New Hampshire, and then make our way to Portland, Maine. Nice. And then we do the only the only show we have for sure booked is uh, at O'Brien's Pub. <laughs> it was at Alston, I think. Nice. Yeah, in Mass. I love that place. It's like oh, not O'Brien's. Sorry. uh... Oh, no, it is O'Brien's. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, O'Brien's Pub. We have that book for April 1st. We still got to get bands from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun, though. I like Austin.
0: <clears throat> okay. Austin is up. awesome. Mm-hmm. Between that and... Uh, I'm drawing a blank on what the other one is. It's like... <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> that friggin' bottle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm riding a bike on the 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 other one up there. Great Scott! The Great Scott! Mm. Two great venues. I love those two. Saw Sloth Rust there.
2: And that was a great show.
0: Nice. Yeah, I went up and saw uh, Nothington play <coughs> sometime over the beginning of the summer. It was cool, my man. first time actually going there, and oh, it was just so cool. Dive a little bar, you know. That's a another thing I love about punk rock is you can go to these like tiny little places and. See these amazing people just rip it up for you know an hour or two.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: those
3: are my favorite. They're for like ten bucks, yeah. yeah, get three bands for ten bucks. Yeah, you need to kick ass. Yeah. I love going to tiny little things. I love the little DIY shows that are just in someone's basement. Yep, like it's it's literally just someone's basement. It's not even a finished basement because if it was a finished basement, you'd probably break something. But <laughs> hope it doesn't rain. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So if you guys could play anywhere, do you have like an ideal venue? Like would you guys go out to Red Rocks? Like
2: the or I think it'd just be cool to play South by Southwest. I, in general. Yeah. I mean, that's...
0: That's not really a venue. That's not a venue, no, but it's, it's like a festival. I, a, but it it a sounds city. like a cool place, you know? Yeah. There's a whole lot going on down there.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Just to like meet a bunch of different people and bands. Yeah. Um, I don't really know, honestly. I don't really know.
3: I don't know I really I, thought about that. <laughs> yeah. I played at the Palladium once In Worcester nice. And Found out I really didn't Like I was in a three piece Punk band Like <laughs> And we were all 18 And Had no idea What we were doing With like And they Set me up with a house kit So there's like 30 drums In front of me And I'm used <laughs> to like A basic bare bones kit And, and there's, like, all these stage lights, and there's so much room, and I'm, like, six feet higher up than anyone else, and <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't really like it, <laughs> I don't, a lot, a lot like, way too much room.
1: A lot of times, like, on stage sound in, like, big places like that is really weird, and if you don't have, if you're not, like, used to it, and or have inner ear monitors, or, like, good monitors, like you're you're gonna have a tough time this if you're in a small band or that's used to being packed together or even a big band that's used to being packed together Look, it's gonna be weird for you you know big stage on stage is, is a problem a lot of times even at the met like playing at the met i've played with my other band a few times so the On on stage can be weird unless you get the right sound guy <laughs> which they do have sometimes mm.
0: yeah uh i forget the guy's name isn't that Frank? Frank Hyde? Oh, I don't was it know. him? I
1: don't know.
0: But I know he was there for a little while, and yeah. he is—he was awesome. Yeah. Plus,
1: like faulty, faulty um, monitors. Like, I one time my drummer there had like a monitor that just kept cracking, and he couldn't hear anything. <laughs> <in> <laughs> but yeah, you can't anticipate stuff like that. You just yeah. gotta know the material, I guess. But it's easier when you're close together. <laughs> yeah. You can still hear every everything, you know.
2: I feel like small venues are more rewarding than, than like any. Like I mean, one of the, my favorite shows. <clears throat> not in this band, but we played at AS220. To you were at the show. Yeah, it was an we awesome played show. To it's like eight people total. Not maybe? even like maybe like the five people, and it was the other bands. Yep. And <laughs> it was like a acoustic, folky punk type deal, Um, with their younger brother Dave, and which is unplugged and like. Sat on the stage and had everyone else sit on this tiny ass stage, and it was just so fun. That must have been awesome. It I mean, it's great. Like anything like that, where you get the crowd included in it, is so cool. Like, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, gotta yeah, be fun. News Cafe in this band is yeah. like one of my favorite places to play in Pawtucket. Yep, it's small. I mean, I still haven't seen a the show there, but I have heard nothing but good things. Like, I mean, it's just the, just the sound guy is awesome for one. Yeah, like Justin. Yeah, uh, Foster from. Plays bass in the Rice Cakes. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, he's just such a. It's just so nice there. The sound. Yeah. He's done a lot to that place.
1: But he himself oh, yeah. is just a wicked sweet dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you have like I don't know, fifteen people of you're packing the place. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it does feel like, you, might yeah, it. like you, know, you can. It's
0: easier to feed off of people's energy. Well, I feel like you guys had a pretty good draw at the call out show. Like, I feel like for being... You guys opened up that show. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were doing an interview backstage and you guys started rocking out and we're like, hey, well, let's wrap this up so we can catch <laughs> you guys. Um, so we walked out and I was like, I was actually amazed that, like, there was a decent amount of people for being that... Like, it was, what, like a Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday or something? Yeah. yeah that was my so, second show. So to yeah, have, a lot, show. have a lot of people there for a Tuesday night show and the opener, I, that was, like, really cool. Yeah. I think...
2: uh think collectively everyone bought, brought like a third like the the Vanessa Silverman and Chrisa Johnson touring touring duo like b- b- both brought about a third of the people we brought about a third and then the college brought about a third I don't know if that math adds up, but. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's four thirds in there. Four thirds. (laughs) No, no, like they.
3: What do you call it when the fraction, like the top number is way bigger than the bottom number? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was a rough show. I was in a rough state that night. Yeah, you had a a fever 102. 102 degree fever
0: that night. Really? Yeah. That was fun. Because I thought you guys tore it up, like. That's kind of why I got I wanted to get you guys out, like, because like I had known about you, I've seen you on flyers and stuff like that, and was like, man, I gotta check these guys out. So I started following you on, you know, social media and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm digging their vibe. So some- I had never really listened to you, and then I was at that show, and I'm like, man, these guys really rock. Like, Thank you. Yeah. You know, so that's began my my small <laughs> Facebook obsession with you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, it's All
1: like- about passion right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about passion. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I ended up staying until the end of that show. That was a bad decision on my part. But I had I had friends who um, I, had friends I hadn't seen in a while who were coming to that show, and they walked in the door literally as I was breaking down. I was like, oh, no, they missed all. They were like, we can't wait to see you play. And I was like, do you see what I'm doing? Taking stuff off the stage, that means we're done. You're going to
0: have to wait till next time. <laughs>
3: Stick around, we will, we'll get a record.
0: Right and they were just like,
3: their faces just like dropped, and I was just like, I guess I'm staying, and we'll see how the night turns out. I, uh, yeah,
2: when w- one of them walked in and, like, had a huge smile on their face, I looked my giant-ass amp in my hands and just, like, looked at them, and I was like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and their face just dropped, and no. I was like, I'm
3: so sorry. Yeah. Happens sometimes. Yeah, that was so funny.
2: Yeah. You catch three songs in yeah. three hours. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Hell
1: yeah.
0: So, uh, what do you guys got for upcoming shows? The only
2: for sure one is February 6th at AS220. Yep.
1: Nice.
2: Playing with Wester Year and a band that we don't know yet. We had a band <laughs> drop off for, you know, reasons. Yeah. And then, uh, so we were just got to find a new one. Nice. You guys are looking to book a lot more shows
0: over the summer? Because I know this time of year is always tough with like the snowstorms and
2: yeah.
3: New England weather. Well, we just yeah, we, we, we just we just came January through shows. like we just came through a kind of a, a stint of like a show every other week for a little while. Nice. So now it's kind of like take <laughs> every a little, other week. Yeah. Can you
1: play every week? We might is have played game? every week for a little while <laughs> last
3: few um, But now it's just kind of like all right, take just a little break, and then right at the beginning of February, <laughs> we're hoping to start back up again and just. Yeah keep going and never stop. That's awesome. Yeah. We can't play too much in, I mean, Rhode Island since it's too,
2: it's really small. Yeah. So like, yeah. play a show a week, nobody comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean the goal is to, to get to the point where we do like, three shows a month, one in Connecticut, one in Rhode Island, one in Mass.
3: That's awesome. That's the goal. Yeah. It's a solid strategy. That's yeah, I don't know Connecticut very well, unfortunately. So you guys great. should
0: talk to um i feel like like Chris out of d k entertainment they um they book a lot of punk rock shows and uh, they're more on the um like the hardcore oi kind of side, mm-hmm. but i mean you guys would fit in like it's right there so
3: sweet
0: um when we're done here um I'll pass the, pass his information along maybe he can help book you something that'd be awesome sure. he used to be the drummer in um Shore city I don't know if you guys know those guys, but don't think i do unfortunately <laughs> good guys local punks nice cool. um yeah. yeah so i think that's a decent place to wrap it up where can we um where can we find you guys on facebook or instagram or what yeah what's that I mean, a- facebook
2: instagram uh facebook.com slash the hemlocks band In- think so instagram is just at the hemlocks okay and we have a twitter that i'm like Starting to kind of use, but I don't really understand the whole Twitter thing. <laughs> Talk um, about your life ad uh, nausea. <laughs> and then
0: uh, that's the one that makes me feel old. I have no idea what to do with Twitter. I've I've Twitter, Twitter Instagram.
1: <laughs> <Instagrammed>. Both <laughs> those things are the really Twitter. About what's me. that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just learning how to bass, So I <laughs> <understand>. <laughs> I'm stay away from the internet. It's a series of tubes, and I don't understand. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we got
2: the Bandcamp, which is we are the Hemlocks. Yes. Bandcamp. <laughs> Bandcamp.com or whatever order that gets put in and then um .gov, <laughs> gov.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I know we talked briefly earlier but um what's the plans for the
2: album uh probably within the next four or five months nice. less yeah. maybe even less than that yeah but I, I hope it's less than that <laughs> yeah pro- honestly probably like three months yeah at the very least for like a release show we nice. just we got the test tape just you happy with the results so far well I've listened to it yeah we haven't we haven't got a chance <laughs> I do I do so like I'm just squirreling it away <laughs> yeah well, it was I mean it was a long process of doing the album art and then like trying to get confirmations from two the two members who are not in the band anymore that <laughs> recorded that album and getting in contact with them and then like okaying it with 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 four other people yeah
3: Makes sense. It,
1: yeah. you know, it's yeah, a we slow the,
3: moving ship. Um, yeah, the two of us, we joined the band after that album was recorded. We're the beat team. No. <laughs> <laughs> B, plus. B, B plus. B plus.
1: Almost <laughs> there. Almost A minus. <Almost> <laughs> Average A minus. Yeah. A minus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Almost the worst A. <laughs> I, I don't know if you'll trust Jackie's math. Two thirds, nine cents. All right, guys, thank you very much for coming out. Hey, thanks, thanks for having you. us.